Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. 21 years later, it seems some adults feel less connected to the 9-11 attacks. I'm Mike Marillo. We'll tell you why the Obamas are headed back to the White House today. One county moves closer to impounding ATVs being used illegally. I'm John Doman. Wednesday morning, it's 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. There are record temperatures in the forecast for California again today with a predicted high of 97 in L.A. Governor Newsom is urging people to conserve power to prevent blackouts. Everyone has to do their part to help step up for just a few more days. Individuals, the state, industries, business all doing their part to help reduce strain on the grid. An excessive heat warning is in effect until Friday evening. Schools in one northern city have canceled afternoon classes for the rest of the week with temperatures inside classrooms in the mid 80s. The blistering heat isn't helping firefighters battle more than a dozen large-scale wildfires across the state. The flames in Riverside County forced this man from his home. Oh, it was really, really scary and a lot of smog and that's why we decide to leave. A report says a file discovered at Mar-a-Lago had extremely sensitive information inside. CBS's Anne-Marie Green has the details. The Washington Post says a document describing a foreign government's nuclear capabilities was found by FBI agents last month. And the name of the country and the location of where the documents were found at Mar-a-Lago were not disclosed. Concerns are growing about the safety of the Russian-occupied Zaporizhia nuclear plant in Ukraine. Correspondent Cami McCormick reports the UN is now urging a security zone around the facility. The warnings were dire from the head of the International Atomic Energy Agency. We are playing with fire and something very, very catastrophic could take place. To the U.S. and British representatives to the U.N. Security Council. Russia has no right to expose the world to unnecessary risk and the possibility of a nuclear catastrophe. Russia is playing roulette with nuclear safety. Ukraine now says it would support the deployment of UN peacekeepers at the plant. This was supposed to be the first day of school in Seattle, but students are sitting it out and teachers are walking picket lines, including Leshy Elementary's Jamila Bomani. We want to be here. We want to be ready, but we want to make sure we are coming back to school with everything we need and everything our students need. Teachers want higher pay and more support for special needs students. A former president and first lady will return to the White House today. I, Barack Hussein Obama, do solemnly swear. The Obamas will be on hand for a ceremony to unveil their official portraits. The first time Mr. Obama went back in April, he called Joe Biden vice president, then assured his former number two it was only a joke that went over like a lead balloon. S&P futures up five. This is CBS News. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. 7.03 on your Wednesday morning. This is the 7th of September. Cloudy, cool, some showers today and our high near 78.
Hey, good morning. I'm Joan Jones. And I'm Bruce Allen. Here are the top local stories we're following for you this hour. We've learned former team president of Washington's NFL franchise, Bruce Allen, testified for 10 hours before the House Oversight Committee as it investigates workplace misconduct allegations against the franchise. Yesterday, he was deposed remotely by that committee and appeared after receiving a subpoena. The Washington Post reports Allen was not willing to testify without a subpoena. Had he done so, he could have been accused of violating his separation agreement with the team. That's according to a person familiar with the situation. Allen served in several high-level positions with the team over many years before being fired by owner Dan Snyder in 2019. History was made at Audi Field here in Washington last night after members of the men's and women's U.S. national soccer teams signed new collective bargaining agreements. It formally closes a long and sometimes acrimonious fight over equal pay. The new contracts include identical pay structures for appearances and tournament victories, revenue sharing, and equitable distribution of World Cup prize money. I want to thank the players, past and present, for our persistence and basically never shying away from asking the question, why not? U.S. women's team captain Becky Sauerbrunn at the signing ceremony following the women's friendly match last night against Nigeria. The U.S. Soccer Federation announced in May it had struck agreements with the players' unions on contracts that run through 2028. This coming Sunday will mark 21 years since thousands of Americans lost their lives in the 9-11 attacks. But not everyone shares the same feelings when it comes to their memories and sentiments about that day. 21 years later, 73% of adults, Democrats and Republicans alike, say they remember a time of unity after the attacks. This including the moment members of Congress sang together outside the Capitol. But when you split that up by age, only 22% of millennials and 21% of Gen Zers thought that. The poll by Moore and Common and YouGov also found that younger and older adults had differing views when it came to safety and Islamophobia surrounding the 9-11 attacks. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. The poll surveyed 2,500 Americans. It had a margin of error of plus or minus 3.1 percentage points. Today, the new COVID boosters are widely available across the country and the region. D.C. residents can get their flu shots and updated COVID boosters at the same time. The shots are available at COVID centers in all eight wards. You can find locations on the district's coronavirus website. In Montgomery County, health officials say they have a limited amount of the updated boosters. You can make appointments at GoVaxMoco.com. In Virginia, the health department has ordered over 100,000 doses of the new vaccines, and residents can register at vaccinate.virginia.gov. Well, they draw some of the loudest and most frequent complaints every summer. Off-road vehicles tearing through city streets and highways. Prince George's County is moving closer to being able to impound those vehicles under several different circumstances. The County Council voted to move forward on legislation to increase the fines and could eventually let police impound those vehicles when they're abandoned, unregistered, or used in a crime. One concern that was raised was how effective the law would be. Our police officers aren't allowed to chase them, so on how often do we catch them? Councilman Sidney Harrison telling Councilwoman Jolene Ivey... They have caught over 300 ATV individuals by air. Satisfied, the council couldn't wait to pass it unanimously, though it has to be voted on again before it goes to the county executive. John Dome in WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, family and friends remember a victim of a deadly scooter accident in Alexandria. 707. 
Today's Innovation in Government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. David Abramowitz, the chief technologist at Trend Micro Federal, says agency cyber experts are looking at risks and how they manage them in a new light, especially over the last few years. That's where modern cybersecurity people are living right now. They want somewhere where they can aggregate and correlate all of the security information in one place. A concentration of information to, to correlate and deploy and make risk.